in many aspects, you, the body shop, represents a new era in modern business practicing new values and new regulations. Please explain how you restrain possible opposition from unions, foreign organizations, national governments, etc. How much do you rely on support from your own organization to, to, uh, to persist those opponents? You know, when people say that we've come up with a new language, a new idealism, that the Body Shop was one of the founders for that, I challenge that. I think what we did was to go into the past and create and collected some of the ideas that moved our spirit. For me, it was the Quakers, incredibly good business people, never lied, never cheated, never stole, gave back to the community who gave them their wealth, created schools and villages. They were my moral teacher. I think the cooperative movement, the um, the small 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 community groups like the Amishes and the Mennonites, they had they they had a they had a sort of a, a leadership and um, a sense of community attached to the land. So everywhere I went, I realized that the biggest dilemma out there was poverty. So if I could do anything to alleviate poverty um, in my business practice, I'd do it. So I didn't need the government. We were below the radar screen of the government, the media, everybody. Nobody was paying any attention to us until we went onto the stock market. Then suddenly, we were a threat. But we weren't an economic threat to the big businesses. We're a threat of good example. We were doing things in a different way. You know, we were incorporating social justice. We were transparent. We um, wanted everybody to be educated within the workplace, but not, you know, we wanted them to have an education of the human spirit. We saw the workplace as a development of the human spirit, not just development of more products. So the media really left us alone for a lot of the time, but we had real problems with people who were wanting to find hypocrisy. So there was a group of journalists who said, ah, oh, these socially responsible companies, we saw them do something 15 years ago. Those are lies and cheats. And you know, you know, you just put your head up above the parapet. You try and change the language. You try and act in a different way. And you're slapped down all the time. So that you just, here we go again. And that's, and that's the nature of what we had. We had very difficult relationships later on with the media very difficult because we would challenge them all the time that's to be expected I thought it was fun I never wanted to be approved by the glamour the celebrity um, I just wanted to chat I love the notion of going in the opposite direction and I think being different and brave and bold and taking the language and the words I remember going into an Indian village and in this little bank there was a notice, one statement by Mahatma Gandhi, that was all it was, and it said, I define spirituality as being in the service of the weak and the frail. Well, that was like epiphany. It wasn't spending time, you know, meditating on the bloody mountaintop. It was being in service to the weak and the frail. And they, chick, that, it's words, it was language like that. It was expressions, it was leadership like that, 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 that polished my heart gave me great courage. So I never cared about the media. In fact, we had an expression which was up your bum, up your bum. If you didn't like it, up your bum.